I'd like to thank the Lord for the privilege of being back in his house tonight. It's wonderful to be in the house of the Lord. It's wonderful to be experiencing revival like we're experiencing. And uh, God just sure blessed us, being good to us, and we thank the Lord for everything that's happened, and we thank the Lord for uh, those things that we expect yet to happen. Uh, and, you know, I think about what David said. I was glad when they said, let, let us go into the house of the Lord. It's easy to feel like, boy, I'm anxious for church to start when we're having times like this. And it's good to see everybody. We want to say welcome to every visitor that's here. Uh, thank the Lord for you. Glad you've come. I want to read one verse of scripture to start. It's in the third chapter of the book of John as Jesus began to speak with a man named Nicodemus. And verse 3 is the, the verse I want to read. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, we know that means truly, truly. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, that's, there's no variation or maybes or ifs or ands in that. That's, that's a positive statement from the mouth of Jesus. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And so God's, uh, he's been given opportunity. And I thank God for the one that got saved last night. I thank God for those that rededicated last night. And uh, uh, it's good when somebody rededicates, it's good for them. And it blesses the church. Uh, but another effect that it has, I've seen every time somebody uh, rededicates and they really get on fire, it has an impact on their lost friends and family and loved ones. And so praise the Lord. And so praise the Lord for revival. Let's all stand for just a moment of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for revival. Thank you for letting us experience this revival. Thank you for the many good things that have happened. And uh, God, thank you for the excitement about coming to your house this evening. Thank you for everyone that's here and each visitor that's come. Every person, Lord, is precious. And Lord, we, we realize that if anyone of us that are here tonight or anyone that's listening on the live stream, any one of us, if we would have been the only poor lost sinner, Jesus would still come and die because he loved us all that much. He loved me that much. He loved everyone that much. And praise God tonight for the great love of God. Help us in this service tonight, God. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to turn the service over to the choir and Brother Taylor. Page 
page 204. 
time we'll let the choir come down and we're going to turn it back over to Brother Terry. I'm so thankful for our choir. I, I just can't thank him enough for how wonderful this revival's been. I've enjoyed every song that we've got to sing together. I'm just so thankful to be here. appreciate getting to be here and uh, I've appreciated the week and uh, man I appreciate revival and thank God that he's willing to revive his people I'm glad God hasn't given up on us quite yet I appreciate getting to be here uh, at this time I'll ask everybody seated to stand this time we wonder if anybody's got an unspoken prayer request on their heart surely remember all those anybody with a spoken prayer request again, Amen. Brother Cooper. Uh, pray for our preaching, brother. We thank the Lord for him. We need to pray, pray, lift him up with our prayers as much as we can, and let's just obey the Lord and have the best meeting we can have tonight. Sister Lois with us tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, boy, praise the Lord that she's able yeah. to be here.
Brother Carl to lead us in prayer. Appreciate prayer. I appreciate the choir tonight, and we uh, sang that song, Lord, Give Me a Double Portion. And Chase was preaching a little bit about that the other night, and uh, my mind kind of wondered uh, when he threw down that mantle how foolish it would have been for him not to pick it up. And uh, if you get what I'm saying, it's sad today, but there's people that aren't willing to pick up the mantle, and uh, it's such a sad thing. But I, I appreciate the messages that we've heard this week. Looking forward to tonight. And uh, Chase will tell you, and one of the things I love about him is he's, he's humble. One of the most humble men I've met. He, he won't say a thing about how good he preached, but he'll tell you the Lord came through. I appreciate that. Anyone tonight with a song or testimony in their heart? Anything at all? Things I've had this week, Lord. Would you like to say I love each and every one of you here? Y'all pray for me. I'll try to say this. Beautiful is the springtime when the flowers bloom and the cold, cold wind has blown away beautiful are the trees that grow on yonder hill beautiful is the land where i am going it's a land where tears of sorrow 
never flow. It's a land where the body never grows old. A land where the milk and honey shall flow. Beautiful is the land where I am going. Beautiful is the river flowing through that land. And it never, never will run dry. Beautiful are the people going to that land. It's a land where there never will come night. It's a land where tears of sorrow never flow. It's a land where the body never grows old. A land where the milk and honey shall flow. Beautiful is the land where I am going. Beautiful is the land where I am going. Appreciate that song. Appreciate Mike. Anyone else with a song or testament in their heart this evening? Pray for me. Uh, it's not a song that I uh, probably have ever sang by myself. Um, but um, it is my testimony, and I've sang this song for a long time. Uh, so just pray for me. If you could see. What I once was If you could go with me Back to where I started from Then I know you would see The miracle of love that took me in its sweet embrace and made me what I am today just an old sinner saved by grace I'm just a sinner Saved by grace When I stood condemned 
He took my place. Now I live and breathe in freedom. With each breath of life I take, I'm loved and forgiven. Back with the Just a sinner saved by grace. How could I boast of anything I've ever seen or done? <clears throat> How could I dare? to claim as mine the victories my God has won where would I be had God not brought me safely to this place I'm here to say I'm nothing but a sinner Saved by grace I'm just a sinner Saved by grace When I stood condemned to death He took my place now I live and breathe in freedom With each breath of life I take I'm loved and forgiven Back with the living I'm just a sinner saved by grace now I live and breathe in freedom with each breath of life I take I'm loved and forgiven I'm back with the living I'm just a sinner saved by grace saved by grace
my limp sometimes is being so scared of doing something for the Lord because I don't want to mess nothing up. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, Chase, I had a long talk with the Lord about that last night and today and just on and off. And the uh, Lord said, do it. Do it. Do it bold. Do it with what you know in your heart. Uh, tell them. So you pray. You just promise, I'll tell you about heaven. And I want you to go. Well, I want you to go with us. I'm planning on taking a trip over there where heartaches and sorrows there'll not be a care there'll be no more weeping no death to share and when the angels step That's when we'll sing, then we'll sing our song while the ages roll on. We'll be with Jesus around the great throne. We'll sing hallelujah, and I've been redeemed, and when the angels step back yes that's when we will sing well early one morning just about dawn we'll see Jesus come take his children home he'll call Satan children come weep no more and when the angels step back then we'll sing our song then we'll sing our song while the ages rolls on we'll be with Jesus around the great throne we'll sing hallelujah and I've been redeemed and when the angels step back yes that's when we'll sing we got a different story to tell than the angels Appreciate that song, appreciate Kyle, and I feel it's best this time we'll turn it over to our pastor. Take me a moment or two to praise God, thank him for this service, thank him for all the singing, choir singing, special singing, thank him for opening up. I, I appreciate God putting on my heart to ask Cooper to open up. You know, God knows what he's doing. He's never been wrong, he never will be wrong. And when God speaks to your heart tonight and invites you to come to the altar, he won't be wrong. Please obey the Lord. Keep praying, church. Uh, pray right out of the depths of your heart. With everything that within you is, pray for this service. Give your undivided attention. And please, please 
obey the Lord. It's my privilege to turn the service over to our evangelist, our preaching brother, Brother Chase Lay. Come on. Be glad you saved. Can you say amen? It's a blessing to be here tonight. God's been good. Well, amen. God's good on a Friday night. I thank God for it. I do with all of my heart. It's been wonderful to be here. Um, I appreciate Preacher Cooper opening up tonight. Uh, Preacher Cooper, I was, I was sitting there meditating as he just opened up, and he opened up with tears. I believe it's all right to open up with decrease because God will increase. I appreciate that with all of my heart. You pray, if, and, and I, I mean this, if I've ever been nervous, and if I've ever been afraid, I am tonight. I need your prayers. I, uh, I'm going to, I'm not going to do, my wife gave me advice tonight, and some of y'all really, really like my wife, and you won't like her after this. She said, baby, she said, are you going to preach a positive message or a more strict message? And I said, honey, I'm really struggling. I said, I'm struggling between three messages. And she said, well, she said, honey, you really ain't preached long this week. Just go ahead and preach all three of them. <laughs> you thought you liked her, didn't you? <laughs> you got your Bibles tonight. Let's look together, if you would. Got three places we'd love to read. It's short reading, so we can stand together while we read. Book of Job tonight. Book of Job, chapter number one. Book of Job. Chapter number one. Job one, all I need is one verse, and we'll take time and turn together. That way we're all together reading in unity. Um, I'm going to give you what's on my soul. Um, and if there's anybody from the harbor that's watching, um, I have preached this in some form or fashion, probably every Sunday for about a year and a half now. And uh, I've had this message. I can't look and find a day that I've not had this on my heart for probably a year and a half. And uh, we're here, so I, I'm looking forward to sharing my heart with you. I'm looking forward. Job 1, 22. Job, verse, Job chapter 1, verse 22. If you have a highlighter or a pen, you need to underline, highlight, do something with the first three words. And all this, Job sin not, nor charge God foolishly. Matthew chapter number five, if you have your Bible, Matthew chapter five. Matthew chapter number five. Verse 45, Matthew 5, verse 45. That you may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. Look with me, James chapter number 1. James chapter number 1.
James chapter number one, verse one. James chapter one, verse number one. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. Greeting, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let every patient, but let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that the servant that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. That's the reading of God's word. You can be seated if you would. Could we pray together? Our Father in heaven, we look to you, God. We thank you, Lord, for this night. We thank you for being our God. We thank you for being faithful to us. Lord, Lord, I love you. Father, there's nobody like you. Lord, there's never been anybody like you, and there'll never be anybody like you. Lord Jesus, I'm so happy that the awesome that you are is the awesome you'll always be. Jesus, I thank you for this good meeting we've had tonight. Lord, it has blessed my soul. Lord, every song, Lord Jesus, every testimony, and not just the songs and the testimony, but God, how they were sung, the spirit they were sung in, your spirit they were sung, your spirit they were testified. God, thank you for blessing the choir like you have every night. Lord, they've been charged up with Jesus. And Father, I thank you for that. Lord, I need you tonight. God, I'll do my best, but my best is nothing unless you give the increase. I'm counting on you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. Uh, we pray God will help us tonight. It's a blessing to see everybody out. Uh, if we could give you a thought uh, tonight, and don't, don't get choked on the thought. Please don't. Uh, if we could give you a thought tonight by the help, Lord, I'd like to give you this thought. Spiritual equality. Spiritual equality. Uh, I want to say this to you. I believe that we are... Looking this day and age, we're looking, everybody wants equal rights and everybody to be treated fairly. Uh, I want to say this, we have a fair God. And, and, and that might not be the best amen in the world. I believe I can help you out a little bit. We've got the best God. And he's not a little G God either, he's a big G God. Uh, I want to say this, we, we read in the book of James, we start off, and James would kick off his letter uh, with some strict doctrine and some strict preaching. Uh, you and I start thinking of strict preaching and uh, we might think of tithing, we might think of fornication, we might think of sin, we might think of guilt or grudges or things of that nature. Uh, when I think of strict preaching, I start thinking about the holiness of God. And I start thinking about me decreasing and him increasing. There's times, and I'm just, I'm going to preach tonight. I, I, I believe this will be a positive message. Uh, it might be encouraging in a discouraging way. Amen. Uh, but we start thinking maybe just a little bit too highly of ourselves sometime. Uh, and what I mean by that is uh, when James kicks off his writings in the book of James chapter 1, he would start off, the first three words are just absolutely wonderful. He'll state his name. He'll say James, and then he'll say a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, can I say this to you? I'm glad that I'm a friend of God, but can I also say 
that if Apostle Paul, and you start reading, especially the first chapters of many of the books that Apostle Paul wrote, he would take his seat as a servant of Jesus Christ. And then you take a look at James and he'll take his seat as a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Timothy will take his seat as a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to say this to you today, my friend. If I was to ask your hero preachers of old uh, and I start thinking of uh, preacher Denny Crow and preacher Terry Brock and uh, there's so, so many that just bless our souls to no end. I believe every hero hero preacher that you and I have, they would take their seat and say, I'm a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, I want to say this to you tonight, my friend. Spiritual equality is this. There's no big I's and little U's in the cause of Christ. There's just one big great I am. Amen. Uh, James, a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's, uh, there's times that you and I, uh, and we're living in a time that everybody wants to be treated fairly. and uh, Men want equal rights and women want equal rights. I, I want to say this. You will not find anybody more fair than God Almighty. Uh, I believe that with all of my soul. We're going to get into the message tonight. Uh, I want to say this to you. There's times that we look uh, at what's going on in our life and uh, we don't feel it's fair what's going on in our life. We uh, don't feel it's fair how much that we have to endure. Uh, we don't feel it's fair how much that we never get a break. And uh, it seems like the clouds just never break. It just storms and it rains. And it just seems like it's tragedy after tragedy. And uh, my friend, I want to say this to you. I believe that we are asking the wrong questions a lot of times. Chase, what do you mean by that? I want to say this. There's times that we look up at God and we say, why me, Lord? Can I give you a question that we really ought to ask instead of why me, Lord? I believe we ought to look up at God and say, why not me? Amen. I, I want to look tonight at a few things if we can. And I want to remind you, my beloved friend, and, and I feel like God's going to help us tonight. I believe that. That. I, I was raised, Miss Linda, I was raised that you don't get angry at God and you don't get bitter at God and you don't question God. Man, the Brocks today talk some about that. And I was raised that if you had those thoughts and if you had those feelings to God, you kept them to yourself. You sure didn't let that be known out loud. I've got a problem with that teaching and I've got a problem with that theology. Well, what's your problem with it? Hey, man, how many of you believe you've got an all-knowing God? Anybody believe that? Amen. That's about half of us. Praise the Lord. I'm glad you're here tonight. Amen. Can I say this to you, my friend? I believe God knows the very hairs that are on your head. That means he knows how many you got. That means he knows how many you got left. And that means he knows how many have departed this life. Amen. Can I say this to you? I believe that he knows the very intents of your heart. I believe he knows the thoughts that you're thinking. Can I just let you know there's no such thing as hiding from God. You may hide from the preacher. You may hide from your family. You may hide from those that are closest to you. But I'm letting you know we stand naked before God. Listen, my friend. I want to let you know the Bible would teach us in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 14 verse number 33. For God is not the author of confusion. But he's the author of peace. Can I say this to you? And I'm not going where you think I'm going. The Bible would teach us in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 14. Amen. That women are to be silent in the churches. 
can I say this? Boy, did you feel that plow bump right there? Hallelujah to the Lamb. Can I say this to you, my friend? I want to remind you, we believe as a Baptist, Missionary Baptist Church, has the Bible way that the woman is the weaker vessel. Can I say this to you tonight, my friend? There's two of us tonight. There is the inner man that is the Lord from heaven. Would you say amen? But there is this outer man that is the flesh. The strong man's on the inside, but the weaker vessel's on the outside. Can I say this to you? My beloved friend, it would help us. Amen that when the Lord is trying to speak through our trials, when the Lord, the strong man, if you will, amen, the head of the house, amen. Boy, I can remember in 1 Corinthians, amen, where it would say, amen, that a woman's hair is her glory, amen. And the Bible would go on to teach about how it would be a shame for them to cover up their head because they'd be covering up their glory. Can I remind you who our our head is, our head is Jesus Christ. Amen. Can I let you know that the Lord desires to speak. He desires to speak through the raging rivers. He desires to speak through the flaming hot deserts of our life. He desires to speak through our storms. He desires to speak through our battles. But can I let you know something? There's times that we cannot hear the Lord. We can't hear him in our low time. We can't hear him in our pain and it's not because of other people but our weaker vessel our weaker vessel is speaking so loudly that we cannot hear the Lord are you with me tonight can I say this to you my beloved friend here we sit sometimes and our confusion keeps us away from God because we don't understand why we're going through what we're going through our feelings keep us away from God my friend Listen to me. There's times that because we're in such a low place, we feel like God is nowhere near us. But can I preach to you tonight? If God was near Abraham in his low place, then God is near you. Amen. If God was near Moses in his low place, then God is near us. Can I declare as God was with Job in 39 chapters of a low place, God is near us. Draw nigh to God. Bring your fear. Bring your weaker vessel. Bring your burdens. Bring your fears. Bring your anger. Quit hiding them from God. Bring it to God and he'll help you. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I'd like to introduce tonight, my friend, here we see in the book of Genesis, we will kick off the Bible with what is unfair. Amen. We'll kick off the Bible, Adam and Eve. God would cause, amen, a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. Amen. He would take a rib from Adam. He would make Eve, Brother Billy Ray. Amen. I believe the reason, Miss Linda, I believe the reason, Brother Brian, amen, that woman was called woman was because of this, Preacher Coop. When Adam looked up at Eve, he looked at her, he said, whoa, man, amen. I believe that. Amen. Can I just let you know something? And I believe this is the truth. Everybody that is a human being, when we look at the person, Brother Donnie, the man named Legion, we do not have his name. All we know, Legion was not his name. 
Legion preacher Trey, amen, was in the name of his demons. Amen. Can I say this to you today? Every family member, it doesn't matter if you're a son, it doesn't matter if you're a daughter, if you're a husband, if you're a wife, doesn't matter. Can I let you know when sin and Satan get in your life, amen, when you start getting overtaken by waves and waves of trouble, waves and waves of mistakes, waves and waves of discouragement, of emotion, whatever it is, can I let you know something? You no longer realize your blessings for what they are. Can you say amen? Listen to me, my beloved friend. This is the last time, if you'll have it, that Adam looked at Eve and called her woman. That was the day that she was created. Can I say this to you, my beloved friend? And I pray that this doesn't offend you, but there's a chance that it will. Can I let you know, my friend, when you start getting so down in the dump that you're no longer amazed by God, he's no longer awesome, he's no longer beauty, he's no longer the rose of Sharon, he's no longer the bright morning star. If you are no longer wowed by your blesser, you are no longer wowed by your blessings. Amen. Man, this is the last time that Adam would call her a woman. Amen. And I'm not talking about the gender. I'm talking about the woe man. Can I let you know something today, my friend? Outside of Jesus Christ, faith is the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm not talking about the belief faith. I'm talking about the, the ring thing faith. Can I let you know something? I, I, I've seen her, Brother Eric. I've seen us when we've been down. I've seen us when we've been up. Can I let you know something today, my friend? Amen, if you're here this evening, amen, and you're away from God, that's not your family's fault, that ain't your church's fault, and that ain't even God's fault, and it ain't the devil's fault, it's your fault, amen. My God, there's times that we are so overcome, amen, with everything going on, we're so overcome with our anger, we're so overcome with our grudge, we're so overcome with our discouragement, with our pity, and who do we take it out on? We take it out on those people that are closest to us. Can I let you know something? That's not fair to them. Would you say amen? Boy, we kick off the Bible with something truly, truly unfair. Amen. This is a perfect opportunity. Can I preach to you? The devil will present you with perfect opportunities to fall out of church. Do you believe that? The devil will present you with perfect opportunity to turn against your faith. The devil present you with perfect opportunity to turn against your family to turn against your friends the devil will present perfect opportunity for misery he'll present perfect opportunity for despair the devil will dig a grave and encourage you to lie down in it oh what would happen my friend amen Adam and Eve would overcome they would work through amen condemning a whole human race can I say right there preacher Terry we've got a perfect example if there's two people that are willing to work for reconciliation I'm telling you the devil can't stop it amen when there's a brother and a sister that'll look at each other and say if you're willing to reconcile I'm willing to reconcile there's a God willing to help us reconcile and the devil says I'm out of luck when there amen is a son and there's a father 
father, if there's a mom, if there's a daughter that are willing to reconcile, I'm letting you know, my friend, the devil cannot touch that. Well, how do you know? Can I preach to you? There were two people that were willing to stay together, love together, live together, press on together, even after they condemned the human race. I'm letting you know, ain't none of us been that bad. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Amen. What an unfair thing getting ready to happen. Amen. Can I just preach to you tonight? And you pray. I got a little ways to go. Amen. I don't know, Trey. I might hit that two-hour mark now. I don't know. Listen to me, my friend. Amen. What unfair things getting ready to happen. There's folks that'll look and say the first kids that Adam and Eve had were Cain and Abel. That's just not so. We can say that. But it's the first two kids that the Bible chooses to make mention of. Amen. You and I don't know what happens between the lines of the Bible unless the Bible tells us what happened. Amen. The first two kids that God would choose to speak about in his holy word would be Cain and Abel. Brother Blaine, Cain would rise up and kill Abel. This is unfair. This is not right. God, we are the first family that you created and you have allowed not only that we're the first family, but our kids are going to rise up and kill each other. God, that's not fair. But boy, can I preach to you? There's sometimes we are so focused on what we are going through that we fail to realize everybody that's watching us go through it. Amen. Can I let you know something today? I want to thank God for Adam and Eve. Well, why? They allowed God to put their story in this book. Can I ask you something? How many of you all, you can raise your hand for this. I got a feeling how to go. How many of you would like for God to write down your reaction to your tribulation, your reaction to your tragedy, your reaction to your embarrassment? How many of you would like for God to write that down in a book and display it for every generation to read just how you reacted? Ain't nobody raising their hand. Can I let you know something? Before you start soaking in how unfair God's been to you, you need to look at the hell that other people have gone through just so you can see the greatness of God. Amen. Boy, here comes amen, Adam and Eve. And Eve would go walking through a field. Amen. And all of a sudden she notices amen, that there's some, some type of squishy something in the field. And she's stepping in it. And she can hear something coming from the field. Amen. From the grass. Amen. And she would look at Adam, her husband. And she'd say, honey, can you hear that? Honey, what is it? Our son's blood cries from the ground. Can I say this to you? Honey, that's not fair. Oh, but can I declare to you, my friend, they looked at God that day and they did not say, why did this happen? They looked up at God that day and said, what can I become for you from this happening? Can you help me? Can I say this? You and I are guilty, Eric. We are guilty at looking at all the bad things that have happened in our life, staring them down, and we just keep looking at them. God, why did this happen? Lord, I don't understand why this happened. God, why did this happen to our family? God, 
do you not know our last name's Lay? How do you not know that our last name's Smith? Our last name's Brock? Our last name is too good for this. Our last name's too spiritual for this. Our last name, we've been through enough to have this. Our last name is we're too young for this. Can I let you know something today, my beloved friend? If the grace of God allows you to come up to it, then the grace of God will bring you through it. Am I on the right page? What an unfair thing happens. It's not fair. We look at spiritual equality. We look at equality all around. Can I say this to you, my friend? If you will wait just a few more hours, you'll know what will happen in Lyme, Ohio. The sun will come up. And then the sun will set on another part of the globe. If you'll wait just a few more hours, it'll start raining in Lima, Ohio, and it'll be sunshiny somewhere else. Are you with me? It rains on the just and it rains on the unjust alike. Everybody has their time in the sun. Everybody has their time in the darkness. But can I preach to you where we're at many a time? Can I just tell you, I, I told Miss Linda this earlier today. We were talking about a family I know. And I said, here's the most unfair thing, Miss Linda. I said, the problem when we get stuck, when Adam and Eve get stuck in these unfairness, the unfairness of God, you created us. So Lord, it's unfair, number one, that you allowed two people to be in the Garden of Eden and you allowed the first two people to condemn a whole human race. God, that's not fair. Does anybody believe that's fair? Anybody at all? God looks at two people and he says, hey, because you took of the forbidden fruit, all man is condemned because of you. That's not one bit fair. But boy, can I let you know something? You ought not think that much of yourself. Well, I wish I could have been there, Brother Brian. Amen. When Adam says it's not fair, I had all of mankind resting on me. I'm nothing but flesh and blood. I did nothing to deserve that. And God would have looked over at Adam and said, Honey, you're just the first Adam. I've got another Adam coming. Hey, can I let you know? Woo! Can I let you know something real quick? Before there was a mess up, there was a Savior. Hallelujah. Before there was sin, there was a Savior. Before the storm, there was the master of the sea. Hallelujah. Can I let you know? I feel like correcting some doctrine real quick. Amen. Well, Chase, I'm glad that Jesus was the fourth man in the flame. Can I preach to you something? If you arrive to your problems before Jesus does, you in trouble. Amen. Quit singing songs about he's the fourth man. Quit talking about how he's the fourth man. Can I let you know something? When those three boys got in the flame, Jesus was waiting on them. Honey, can I let you know? Before your loved ones got sick, Jesus had a plan. Before your bank account went bad, Jesus had a plan. Before your family struggled, Jesus had a plan. Before sorrow, Jesus had a plan. Adam, quit thinking so much of yourself. Before there was failure, there was the Father. 
it's unfair, it's unfair that a brother would have to be raised up without a brother. It's unfair. Hey, can I let you know something? I'm not preaching against nobody. There's been things that's happened in my life. Boy, Holy Ghost said, preach this. I'm on preacher. I'm ready. There's been things that happened in my life that I could have looked up at God the rest of my days. Miss Emily said, that ain't fair. It ain't fair. There's been things that's happened in your life and you could look up at Jesus the rest of your days and say, it ain't fair. It ain't fair. Can I preach something real bold and real strict? It's the Friday night crowd so we can handle it. You ready? Listen to me, my beloved friend. If you want to play the victim, you'll be the victim the rest of your life. Amen. But can I declare to you, the longer you play the victim, you will never be close to Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, why is that? And I feel like that didn't go over well. I feel like somebody got offended. Hey, man, let me give you something that'll help us out of the ditch real quick. Can I let you know something? Jesus did not save one person to be the victim. Amen. I believe I echo that one more time. He did not save one person. Did not bring one person out of hell, reserve them a place in heaven. Didn't die for anybody's sin. That way they could live forgiven. He did not save one person so they could live their life as the victim. Amen. Why, Chase, it ain't fair. Honey, can I declare to you something today? Everything that happened in Adam and Eve's life, you'll know why God did it so that you could have a testimony that God brought Adam through it. God brought Eve through it. Chase, it's not fair. And I mean this with all the love in my soul. And my heart just broke as soon as God brought me to it. It's not fair for parents to bury their kids. It's not fair. And I mean that from the depths of my soul. Honey, but can I preach to you something today? You are not the only person that's felt that pain. You're not the only person that's been to that valley. Chase, it's not fair. Can I let you know something? It's untelling how many kids and how many grandkids that Adam and Eve had before they passed away. And can I let you know what they experienced? They experienced kids that would not talk to them. Does anybody believe that? They experienced grandkids that would not look their way. And they never did anything to them for that. Sure, they might have messed up along the way. But can I preach to you something? When families decide we are no longer talking to each other, both sides have officially become wrong. Amen. Can I let you know something today? My beloved friend, every hurt we've been through, we want to look at God, Brother Plain, and say it's not fair that I have to go through that. But can I let you know something? There's people in this Bible that went through much worse than you. Chase, how, how do you know they went through much worse? Because they didn't have a King James Version Bible. They didn't have the indwelling of the Holy Ghost of God. They did not have the church of the living God. All they had was the eye of faith. Church, can I let you know, you may be weeping, but you're not weeping alone. You may be in a bad spot, but you've got Jesus with you. Honey, can I, Lord, can I declare to you, my beloved friend, there's times that we make ourselves so much the victim that everybody else that hurt had it peaches and cream tiptoeing through the tulips. Can I let you know something? If Adam and Eve could see us now, they'd look at us and say, there's a God that'll pick you up and carry you through. He is the lifter up of my 
need to move on. Adam and Eve failed God. Do you agree with that? I'm getting to the meat of the message and we'll be done. Adam and Eve failed God. There's no way to deny that. The book of Job. Hey, can I ask you something? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Do not raise your hand. How many of you have ever been living for God? Things is going good. Now know where the worst of the worst happens. It ain't everybody. It's only going to be a few of us. They some folks, and there ain't none of them here because all us is good people. But they some folks, you start talking to them about having bad experiences in their life. And it doesn't matter how bad you've had it. Because they want that attention, they'll try to top it. Do you feel that? Hey, man. Brother Job. God. God called Job, Brother Cameron, a perfect and upright man. The preacher didn't say that. I tell you what, that's a good boy right there. Ain't nobody filled up with Jesus like he is. Uh, preacher didn't say it. Mama didn't look at their boy and say, hey, if there's anybody that deserves glory, anybody deserves to be patted on the back, it's my boy. God looked down and he looked at Job and he said, Job is a perfect and upright man, one that fears God and is with evil. And you want to know what happened the very next moment? Job, outside of our books of creation, oldest book of the Bible, there's no, for all we know, there may not be a tabernacle. It, it's just a man and God. Are you with me? No proof of God. No indwelling. Kenny, there, there's nothing. Job wakes up and he says, there must be a God that's woke me up. Job looks at everything he has and he said, there must be a God that's given me this. Job looks at everything he's been brought through in life and Saul, he says, there must be a God that's brought me through this. He doesn't have... Can I just let you know something? We didn't even sing a song until the book of Exodus. Why didn't we sing a song? We didn't sing a song until we got delivered. If you're still breathing, say amen. Job had none of that. One that fears God, he's perfect. Everything's so good. Everything's so great. God, I feel your presence more than I ever have. I'm preaching better than I've ever preached. Lord, I'm not even having to amen my own preaching. Other people are amen in my preaching. Lord, see, we're seeing folks saved left and right. God, the youth choir's growing. God, my business is growing. God, we're doing good at work. School's going good. Lord Jesus, I'm looking at you. Lord, every time I 
pray. It's like I'm looking at you eye to eye. I open up your word and every word is coming alive. God, things could not get any better. And then out of nowhere, the worst of the worst happens. And you look up at God, Miss Bobby, and you say, Lord, I'm on such a spiritual high. I'm so close to you. Why is this happening? God, this isn't fair. Lord, there's other people that deserve this. Lord, there's other people that deserve this sickness. There's wicked people, Lord, that deserve this trial. God, I don't deserve it. Can I preach to you something? There's times we can be so high in our life that we do not deserve bad. We only deserve good. Can I preach to you? You do not want God to show us what we deserve and what we do not deserve. Oh, can I just pray? Lord, help us tonight. Hey, can I just give you this? And there ain't many kids here, but there's a few. Can I say this to you? Youngins, hey man, if you've got a good home, you got your good family, never go up to your parents and tell them you deserve better than what you got. Amen. Well, why? Amen, because if they're right with you, mom and dad, you ought to do this. Listen to me. You ought to whip out the bill that you paid for their food that month. The bill that you paid for their cell phone. The bill you paid for gas to get them where they need to go. Can I let you know something? When we get high and mighty, because everything's going so good in our life, and out of nowhere, the worst storm in the world hit, God is going to whip out the bill, and he's going to say, you feel like I'm doing you wrong? Look at the bill where I've done you right your whole entire life. Can I let you know something today? And I pray this doesn't offend you at all. Honey, we are not so good that we can't go through trials and we can't go through temptation. If Job wasn't above it, we ain't above it. If Apostle Paul wasn't above it, we're not above it. If Hannah wasn't above it, we're not above it. And to think that we're going through it, that God may bring us closer to him, we may cry today, but those tears of sorrow will turn into tears of victory. We may wonder today, but in the great tomorrow, we'll have peace from God. The weeping may endure for the night, but joy, but joy, but joy comes in the morning. Not in a time period, Trey. In a person, Kenny. Confused faces. Amen. Well, Chase, hey, can I give you something for free real quick? It just hit my mind. Hey, can I give you something? Some folks don't like singing in front of people because they don't like people's faces when they're looking at them. You ought to try preaching. Well, I don't know why they didn't sing any better. You ought to saw how you was looking at them. Well, I don't know why he had such a hard time preaching. Y'all seen the way he was looking at the preacher. Here, Mr. Job is a perfect and upright man, one that fears God and eschews evil. And he'll lose everything he has. Hey, God's leading me to say something. I'm going to say it. And I might lose half of you. That's okay. 
That book is called the book of Job. His trial is not fair to him. But can I let you know who it's really not fair to? And God did it on purpose. Anybody know Job's wife's name? Hello? Ready? I'm getting... I'm casting down doctrine left and right. <laughs> there are people that have made Job's wife out to be a violent, violent woman. She looked Job eyeball to eyeball and said, why don't you just curse God and die? What a horrible woman, horrible woman! If you feel that way, you're a bully. If you're a husband and a wife and you have ten kids that die, that wasn't just your kids, sir. That's hers as well. When Job lost his business and lost his finances, that did not just affect him, that affected her. If you've got any type of soul in you, when your spouse gets sick, it does not just affect you. It affects your spouse as well. Job's wife is literally watching her whole family fall to pieces. And she looks up at her believer husband. Baby, do you still believe in heaven? Yes, baby, I do. Do you still believe in God? Yes, baby, I do. Why don't you just ask God? to come get you now so you can stop this suffering, stop this sorrow, stop these tears, and you can enter into a land that's far, far better. All of a sudden, she doesn't sound like such a wicked woman anymore, does she? And God put the microscope, Chase, how close are you to being done? I ain't got a clue. Jesus ain't told me yet. God put the microscope on this man, after she says, curse God and die, we don't hear from her again. And you want to know what happens? Job's friends come up and rebuke him to his face. And I got to wonder how many times Job went to his wife like most men do. I can't believe he said that to me. The nerve to come to my house, look me out of Can I tell you what's not fair? Church, can I give you my heart for a minute? There's people that we like better than others and we see them struggling and we will absolutely just go and just love all over that one person and we'll pet all over that one person while this person's entire family is suffering just as much as this one is, but because we like Job better, we will completely ignore his wife. And she has to watch as everyone loves on her husband and completely forgets Job did not carry those babies in his womb. Job did not rock them to sleep. Job didn't. Is anybody with me? Can I say this to you? 
there are people in our churches, we need to be aware of this, that are slipping farther and farther away from God. No, they ain't going to the bars. No, they ain't getting drunk and dragging. But little by little, we've got preachers that are dying sitting in. I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking spiritually dying. And they just keep getting farther and farther away. And we've got heroes of faith in our churches that are just getting farther and farther away from God. And we've got youth that were once on fire for God and they're just drifting farther and farther away. And we've got people that are sad. Hey, God said, preach, I'm gonna give you this. I don't know who it was, but somebody texted Preacher Terry today and said, I just wanted to check on you. You seemed tired last night. I just wanted to make sure you're okay. I don't know who you are, but if you're here tonight, I wanna thank you for checking on God's man. Can I say, this to you today, my beloved friend, shame on Job's friends, shame on his family, shame on anybody around him. Don't you get in your mind that just because one person is always crying, that nobody else is hurting. Just because one person is more open about their suffering, that nobody else is hurting. Just because somebody's silent doesn't mean they're not suffering. Can I preach to you today? Job needs prayer. Job needs love. But don't you dare forget about his wife. Am I on the right page? Is everybody good? There's times, Brother Kyle, we hold it against God. I ain't had a burden to preach some of this stuff all week, but I'm here. Isn't it amazing? During our time of brokenness, we never noticed, Brother Terry, how many people shook our hands in our time of good. But in our low time, we start noticing. Why did they shake his hand? Why did they hug her neck? Yeah. And you know what the devil will do? Because you're alone. Uh-huh. They don't even care about you. Uh-huh. You're the minority in that church. Yeah. If you left, nobody would even notice. Nobody noticed. Hey, I, I hate to do a TBN special because I believe the most of that's hogwash. I do. And if that offends you, that one just have to offend you. It will. Can you look over at the person sitting next to you and say, I see you and I know you're here. You bunch of missionary Baptists, only 10 of you doing it. Amen. <laughs> Bless God, we don't do that stuff. I got to have the Lord to lead me. God called you to love your neighbor. You don't need to pray about it. You need to do it. We've got people in our families. We've got people in our churches that have always been strong. And because they've always been strong, we take it for granted that they'll always be strong. I'm going to preach to you that's not fair. (laughs) 
There's people in the church we set the bar too high, Brother Donnie. But honestly, there's people in the church we set the bar too low. Well, they weren't raised in church. So the best they'll be is a pew sitter. Moses would look at you and say, say what? I chase they've murdered the worst they'll, the best the best they'll ever be. And Apostle Paul looked at you and say, say it to my face. Anybody there? Chase, you don't know the fooling around they've done. Chase, you don't know the temptations they've done. Chase, you don't know. You don't. Ah, that woman, bless her heart, she feels like she can raise her hand in church. I know what she's done. The woman at the well of Samaria look at you and say, let me shout on. That's the truth. Keep preaching, Chase. You're all right, bud. I won't let you know. These folks in the house, and I don't believe God sent this just to go out somewhere and then float around. Hey, folk in the house, you and Jesus ain't what you and Jesus used to be because things aren't fair. James chapter number one, we'll close here if it'd be fine with you. James chapter number one, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations. Knowing this, that the trial of your faith, the trial of your patience, can we just read that together one more time? Hey, if you and I be honest, these scriptures that you and I love reading, judge not lest you be not judged, we love that one, that one's good. But what about those scriptures that challenge our faith? James chapter number one, James the servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ of the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that you may be entire, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Can I ask you something? Listen to me, please, and God's letting me teach, and I'm not going to drag, I promise you I'm not. How many of you know you're saved? All you that didn't raise your hand, I want you to, I mean this, I'm praying for you. I am, because you need to know you're saved. But if you know that God saved you from hell, then you ought to know God's with you always. Can I preach real blunt real quick? And I'm done. And can I give you my favorite line this week? And I mean this with all humility of heart. I don't want to offend you. Job lost friendships. Apostle Paul, go read 2 Timothy. Apostle Paul lost people. 
If you don't know God will stand with you when other people will leave you, how do you know he'll meet you when this life is over? Preacher Ronnie Joe Silcox, and he'll watch this, and he'll be okay with this. Are you okay? Everybody good? Preacher Ronnie Joe Silcox and Miss Rochelle, wonderful, wonderful people, came out of Cherry Bottom. Wonderful people. Brother Ronnie Joe and Miss Rochelle got married. I believe the Lord wants me to tell this. We're okay. They got married, Miss Linden. Miss Rochelle became with child, however you want to say that. I'm fine with it. Jar of prego, whatever. Perfect pregnancy. Checked every box. Everything was good. Went to the last doctor's visit. And some of you know where I'm going. You can feel it in the air. Not only is the baby gone, but had been gone for probably two months. I got word of that. And I called Preacher Ronnie Joe because I wanted to be a help to him. You with me? I want to be a help to Ronnie Joe. And I called Ron. And he picked up the phone. Ronnie Joe's probably early 40s, I'm guessing, right now. So he'd been mid-30s then. And he said, Brother Chase, can I share something with you? And I said, yes, sir. He said, though he slay me, yet will I serve him. He said, Chase, every day for months, I'd go in my little baby's nursery and I'd see my baby in the crib. I'd see my wife sitting in the rocking chair holding my baby. He said, but I promise you the past six weeks, I've walked in my baby's nursery and I couldn't see my baby anymore. And I couldn't see my wife anymore. I'd just walk in, Brother Kyle, and it's just a cold, cold room. He said, that day we went to the doctor's office and they looked my wife right in the eye and said, your baby's gone. So we came home, walked in, Rochelle collapsed to the ground and she started singing, if you knew him like I know him. You would know he's alive. And if you felt him like I feel him, resurrection deep inside, you know he's living and death has died. If you don't know that God will walk with you through the worst, how do you know you'll see him when everything is the best? Can I let you know when we're getting ready to have altar call, Brother Taylor, you want to come help us? Come on, bub. Come help us. I'm going I'm to give this out. I'm going to throw out the fleece and we'll see how she goes. Revival 
is supposed to bring us closer to God than we've ever been. Does anybody still believe that? I believe, just in my soul, Terry. And I want to compliment the church. You moved so good last night. God, just, I watched folks come to the altar just time after time. And you all know what happened? We were here late last night. And every time somebody came to the altar, there was a fresh load of people just came and prayed with me. And you want to know what? Nobody, nobody. When somebody came to the altar, I looked, I saw no one go, Somebody come to the altar and it was like a renewed excitement. Preacher Terry said, let's come have fellowship four or five more come get on the altar and get born again. And there's about half of you laughed and the rest of you said, amen. I'm gonna give you what I feel. They summoned the house. I don't know if you're holding your what if against him. I don't know if you're holding your situations, your sickness, your sin against him. Well, Chase, ultimately, God's the one that allowed me to get into the mess. Who's the one jumped in it? I don't know if he's hurt, needs to be resolved. But I can look on some of your faces. You and Jesus need to take care of business. It's time you stop listening to the devil's whispers. And you let it go. There might be some folks here tonight and you need to be saved. I'm going to agree with a lot of you. What's happened in a lot of your lives is not fair. But if you choose to die and go to hell because something happened in your life that's not fair. That's not on God. There's people that need your testimony. There's people that need your message. There's people, there's people that need to see your scars so they know they can be healed. And God wants you back. I don't know any other way to put this altar call. There's folks here tonight, you need strength. There's folks here tonight, you need healing. You need restoration. You need restoring. You need help. You need hope. Folks here tonight need saved. Can I just cast it out this way? If there's anybody here tonight, you need help from God. Would you care about yourself enough, care about your family enough, come get it? Might be whole families, might be a few. Hey, if these whole families need to move, you all know something I agree with? Looking over at your spouse and saying, I appreciate what Preacher Trey did last night. Looked over at Brian Holt. Isn't it amazing? We know how to, you still there? Are we good? Isn't it amazing, Brother Kenny? We know how to bend the knee. We know how to go to the altar. But when it's us, Miss Bobby, fear's just got us. 
Everybody here has needed help before. Everybody's been where you're at. And you're not the only one. It's time to come. Come on, let's sing, let's stand. Move for the Lord, would you? You're talking about that feeling down in there, but I've been there and done that. Let's give him some applause tonight. Amen. And uh, let's uh, let's sing another song. Any of you wants to shake hands with him, hug his neck, do that. But there's more people who needs to come to Alder. 
And, and I know sometimes, uh, Brother Chase, I know sometimes people say, I know what that preacher's going to say. He's going to say more people need to come to all. I say that over and over again, yeah, yeah. but I've never said it and not felt it. Yeah. I, I, I can't see anybody's heart and can't read your mind, but I know the burden that God puts on my heart. Yeah. And Brother Chris, when God's burdened me for people and I feel that urgency and I feel that they need to move, that makes me know that God's talking to somebody. Yeah. So if you're here tonight and you're needing to come, why, well, do just... Uh, do just like this. Come and obey the Lord and get in tonight. You feel that down inside. Boy, I uh, had another good meeting, having another good meeting tonight. I thank God for it. Mind the Lord while we sing tonight. Obey the Lord. Help them, Lord. Help them, God. Lord, without me, you can make the sun to shine. Listen, amen. Lord, without me, you can call the dead to rise. Yeah. Lord, without me, you can make the blind to see. Yeah. And you can tell the mountains to be cast into the sea. Amen. Lord, come on, obey the Lord. Whoever else feels like coming, come on. It'll help you. It'll make you feel better. It'll make you do better. It'll make you be better. Lord, if I have you, then I'm a child of the King. I am an heir to the throne. You can do Help us, Lord. anything. Amen. But I'm nothing without you. Amen. Nothing without the Lord. Lord, you don't need my hand to make the lame to walk. And you don't need my tongue to make the dumb to talk. Lord, and you don't need my words to give hope to the lost. Because you are the one, you're the one who paid the cost. Lord, without you, I am nothing on. Earthly flesh and bones coming before your throne. Lord, if I have you, then I'm a child of the King. I am an heir to the throne. You can do anything, but I'm nothing without you. Oh, 
so good to me. Amen. I could never repay him for what he's done for me in my life. Amen. Um, I've been struggling for a long time. Help her, Lord. And I don't want to go into detail about it. <laughs> but God knows all about it. Help her, Lord. He does. And I've wanted to ask y'all to pray for me. Help her. And I'm not out doing anything wrong. Right. I've been reading my Bible and I've been praying. Help her. God help me with this. Right. If I've hurt anyone or offended anyone, please forgive me. Help her, Lord. Bless but you. I really need your prayers to overcome something, but God knows all about it. Amen. And when Chase preached last night about the lady that when that lady shouted, it scared him to death. Well, that brought me back when Miss Judy shouted. Yeah. It's the day I got saved. Yeah. And I'm, God has brought me through so much. I couldn't do without him. Amen. And I love all of you here. Amen. I just need your prayers. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Well, I appreciate that, and I thank the Lord for Sister Lyndon. Thank the Lord for that good testimony. And and she said a couple of times, God knows all about it, and God's able to help us. And, and listen, going right along with what Brother Chase preached, sometimes life seems so unfair. Sometimes circumstances seem so unfair. Sometimes people seem so unfair. One thing, God's never unfair. After all that God's done for me and you, he's been more than fair to us. And when we have trouble, no matter what it is, and Brother Chase preached this, and he's preached it eloquently, I'll say. Don't usually use that word about preaching, but I felt like that fit. He's preached it eloquently and powerfully. Praise God. Whatever our case is, wherever we're at, whatever's wrong with us, God's our force. He's ready to help us. He wants to help us. He's able to help us. Well, then, what, what then? Uh, is he going to help us? Well, if we'll open up our hearts and minds to him, he'll help us. And so, and sometimes we need to make a move like this. And uh, I praise God. So, uh, I need to say something else. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know why the Lord wants me to tell this, but uh, I know when I was diagnosed with cancer, um, I cried for two days when I got home. Help her, Lord. I couldn't quit crying. And it was there in the living room. I said, God, will you help me deal with this? Yeah. It was the most overwhelming peace yeah. that came over me. And I would not trade that place in my living room for everything. Amen. 
He's brought, he's brought us all through a lot, but right. I am so glad that I can go back to the day that I know God saved me. I can Amen. always go yeah. back to that Amen. no matter how low we get. I am so glad that I have a place that I know God saved me. I didn't understand it, but boy, I knew the day when I had to go to the altar, and when I got saved, I wanted to run all through the church house. I yeah. was so happy, but I thought, they're going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> and when I walked out on the, the steps that day, it was the most beautiful day of my life, and Amen. I'll never forget it, Amen. and I'll hush. <laughs> you don't have to hush. <laughs> I remember that day, and that was a wonderful, beautiful day. And uh, it's just uh, almost like yesterday in remembrance, isn't it? And praise the Lord. Okay, uh, let's uh, come around and shake hands. You don't have to. What? No. Okay. We'll just clap. Okay, just clap. All right. All right. All right, that's okay. That, that's all right. And I uh, appreciate that. I still believe somebody else needs to come. I believe we've got another song to be sung. Let's pray while they sing. And, and whoever it is and whoever needs to come let me put it like this it's your move see when God speaks to you then it's your move please come will there be a next time when I need some mercy will grace be sufficient oh
just for a moment, you know, I want to share this, and, and the devil just beat me to death about needing to sing that, but I, uh, I can sing about his grace, if nothing else, and, and I, this last year I had an experience I've, I've never had my entire life, I got saved at, at six years old, and you all know me, if you've ever heard me preach, I, I believe eternal security, just, right. I preach that maybe more than anything, yeah. and, but there was times I've made mistakes and done things, and I went to bed knowing that the next morning God wouldn't love me anymore. And I felt that in my heart. Help me, Lord. And, and the next morning I'd wake up and, and the Lord would still be there. Yeah. And, and it brought my, my memory to a verse, I believe it's in Lamentations, it says, His compassions are new every morning. And, I, and the Lord showed me why they're every morning. because we fail them every day. And I know I fail them every day. That song says, The past is a promise. You don't feel like God will give you grace. Just look at my life. He's given me grace time and time again. God can help you. Amen. And God can, God can heal what's in your life. So I'll be sure. Amen. Yeah. Thank the Lord for that. Amen. Somebody else got a testimony or even a song announcement.
Praise the Lord. And I appreciate Scotty. Uh, I'll share this. I noticed him earlier when he's coming around through. I could see he's in the spirit and God's blessing. It blessed me because you was in a spot where you could get a blessing. See, we help each other. And I thank the Lord for you. And uh, it just it just blesses me. And I, I don't know how many times tonight I've just glanced at you and got a blessing because I know you was right with the Lord now. And uh, so I thank God for everybody that's moved. And that's just an example of it. I just felt like expressing that about Scotty. Amen. Somebody else. Okay, let's pray for it. Appreciate it. And you still come to the altar if you need to. God's calling. Oh, yeah. Pray while she sees herself hurt. Yeah, Lord. What would I do? Fellowship with him tonight. Amen. singing. I appreciate it. Amen. That's right, Brother Don. Amen. That's a good song of praise. Thank the Lord. Anybody else? Amen. Oh, that's a good thing, yeah. Amen. Appreciate that. Somebody else? Let me remind us, uh, it's an annual meeting tomorrow. That's up at uh, Brother Joe's church, up at Victory. And uh, so I think we mentioned folks that are the messengers, even from last year, still the messengers this year. 
I mentioned last night, church gave us authority as messengers that when we get to the annual meeting, if there's some of our members that come, it's in good standing, even if they're not listed on the original messengers list, church gave us the authority to add them. That works out real good. And so uh, we figure probably I'll leave about uh, 8.30. The meeting starts at 10 o'clock. And uh, so try to get here like 15 or 20 after 8 or something. We ride the church van. Okay? If there's more than that'll hold, well, we can make a caravan. But, uh, uh, but think about that and pray about that. And uh, if you're able to go, and, uh, we just want to remind everybody. Anything else? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Glad to have you come back all you want to. Amen. Someone else got something on your heart. Well, let me remind folks we've been. Go ahead. Bless him, Lord. Help him. the Lord. Well, that's, a, that's a great testimony. Thank the Lord for that. It's good, Mike. Amen. Someone else. Appreciate it. Anybody else? Bless him, Lord. 
Amen. Bless your heart, buddy. Yes, sir. Amen. That's great testimony and great, great uh, thought. We can, any of us. Amen. Roger said we need to stay in our spot. And uh, nobody else can fill your spot but you. Anyone else? testimony and we're I can tell you this we are sure glad to have you oh, yeah. and we're glad you feel at home here oh, yeah because yeah, uh, that's a wonderful testimony thank the Lord someone else well, let me remind everybody again there's food in the fellowship all the time to eat a little bit and fellowship a little bit and so everybody remember that. Everybody's welcome. Appreciate that peace. Anybody else? Let's go pray and come pray. Is everybody staying? No, everybody's done. Again, thank you for being here. Please come back tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, and come pray. Go pray and come pray. You're ready to go.